The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hello, hello, and welcome to Thursday. It is April 21st, 2022, and it's 5.32 in the morning. 5 a.m. Confessions. You've heard of face blindness before, right? Um, that's where, you know, you meet somebody and you chat with them and then you see them 10 minutes later and you're like, I don't know you. I don't recognize you. You have like problem cognitively recognizing someone's face. I think I'm going to make up a new term called wrong place blindness and say I have it. So last night I'm at comedy night and this fellow walks in and I'm like, wow, that guy was really kind. I wonder if I know him, but Took the thought out of my mind. Evening goes on. And as we're leaving, my husband stops to talk to this kind fellow. And they're just chatting away. And he's kind of joking with me. And I'm like, yeah, ha ha. How do I know this man? <laughs> and as we were leaving, he said, see you in the backyard. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I literally talk to this man every second day. It's my neighbor. I didn't even recognize my neighbor because I left him in the backyard and that's where he belongs. Like, I don't think he has a life outside the backyard. He just stays there. And when I go outside and have a fire, he's outside having a fire. And when I'm out raking my leaves, he comes outside and rakes his leaves. And it feels like we have this thing where we both just know each other in the backyard. So he was in the wrong place. He was at the casino at comedy night. And I think I have wrong place blindness. Poor guy. Like, I think I went along with it. I think he doesn't know unless he's up this morning and listening. I'm sorry, Robert. <laughs> I didn't recognize you. Wrong place blindness. It's a thing. Do you know what a raven sounds like? They're everywhere, but have you had the privilege of hearing it? Uh, here's a little clip. So I heard that in the parking garage a couple days ago, but what I didn't record for you was the full-on bird dispute that happened on my roof over the weekend. These two ravens were having such a fight, and it was so loud, and they were stomping their feet, and I could just hear it coming through the roof, and I thought I would go out and record this right now, but I am too afraid to get in the middle of these birds. Now, my husband loves birds and we have this giant birdhouse in our backyard but to me the birdhouse is so big the only inhabitant that could possibly enjoy it would be a raven so I won't let him put any bird food in it <laughs> and he was like oh my gosh like look at these ravens they're fighting on the roof we can hear them wouldn't it be so cool if we could just look out the window and see them and I was like absolutely not I've considered the idea of surprising him sometimes like here I bought you some bird seed I'm finally allowing this but I just can't I can't allow it I don't know if I ever will be able to internet acronyms some of them have been so commonplace that you don't have to guess what it means you don't have to like think and translate like lol obviously we know what that means WTF. I actually had a friend who posted that he got an A on his English exam, super excited about it. And his grandma commented, WTF, exclamation mark. And he was like, does she know what that means? Or did she want me to get an A plus? So he wrote, grandma, um, what does that mean? And she said, wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> I always think about that every time I see WTF now. I'm like, wow, fantastic. Uh, but the FBI actually has an 
83-page document of all this internet slang. So basically, they say, you know, if a criminal is using some words um, to code their plans for destruction, we'll be able to figure it out with this guide to their slang. And some of them that have come out are so funny. So these are the letters that says, I-O-K-I-Y-A-R. Somebody's going to take the time to type that instead of, it's okay if you're a Republican. What? (laughs) What kind of criminal is going to type that? Really? Come on now. Um, B-I-C. Believe it, Conrad. (laughs) And F-T-A-S-B. Faster than a speeding bullet. I guess maybe you would use that one if you were going to go have a street race and you were going to like heckle somebody. I'll be... F-T-A-S-B. I've test driven quite a few vehicles in Fort McMurray and you never know what the person is going to want. Do you want to come for a ride with me? Do you want to hold on to my keys? And some people are like, if you're that crazy to steal something from me with your name and photo attached to all our messages, you go right ahead. Um, But this was a new one the other day. My husband was selling his truck. He literally bought the same one for himself. Just his first was a 98 green two wheel drive and his new one is a 99 green four-wheel drive. Anyway, father and son pair show up to take a look and they look at the inside and they look at the rust and they agree upon a price and they fill out the paperwork and they pay and they drive it away. They didn't even test drive it. And to me, I use those test drives as a moment to say like, I don't know how this feels. Like I want to feel good when I'm driving. I don't want to feel every piece of gravel or feel that the car is trying to take me into the ditch but they just trusted us and they took it away and i was like all right we are two very different people have you heard of posters disease now when i tried to think of like what this could mean i was like oh maybe you're like a fence post and you just stand so straight and so strong that you get a backache or um maybe you just get uh paper cuts from posters all the time so it's called a disease no i'm totally kidding let's do this together Level up your lexicon. Poster's disease is basically the inability to scroll past something online without commenting on it. Even if your comment is only, why do we care about this? (laughs) And the other thing they say about poster's disease is that as somebody who has it, you might decide to... um, say, oh my goodness, this bad thing happened in the world and this is how it pertains to me, even though it's really only mildly inconvenient type thing. It's like you have to have to comment on absolutely everything and have posters disease. We've leveled up your lexicon together. I've got a request from someone looking for Nicole, no last name. My brother shot me a message that his neighbor, whom he's lived beside for the last seven years in Sault Ste. Marie, Moved to Fort McMurray, and he didn't get to say goodbye. (laughs) Now, I did call him this morning, and apparently we're not cut from the same cloth because I could not convince the guy to come on air with me. But he did want to say to Nicole that it was a slice living next to you, and look my sister up. She's really nice. Okay, I made the last part up. But Nicole, no last name, from Sault Ste. Marie, welcome to Fort McMurray, and check out our About Town section on our website to find some great community events who have wonderful community members at it to meet and become your best friends. Earlier this morning, I was talking about being terminally online. It's when you can't switch off when you post and then you check that post over and over. Even if you got up in the middle of the night to pee, you'd have to check to see how your post is doing. Well, new research has come out saying that people are unlocking their phones an average of 79 times a day. 
which if you got eight hours of sleep a night would only work out to about four times an hour. And I don't feel like that's enough. Um, I don't think I'm a good subject for this because half my job is on my phone. But like a regular person, would you say you're only picking up your phone four times an hour? If yes, please teach me your ways. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.